today is April 1st, 2021. Happy April Fool's Day, Cal. Uh, yep. How are you doing? Bad. <laughs> bad. Yeah. Bad. I'm doing bad. I did everything right, and I'm depressed, and I'm not excited about anything. So, What do you mean you did everything right? I did everything right, you know? Woke up, made breakfast, haven't really been on my phone much, hung out with people, ate on time, like, nothing... I didn't really give in to any of my bad habits and it just doesn't even matter because I just feel like shit every single fucking day. Yeah. Do you think you're missing something or is this just unexplainable? It's, I need therapy really bad and I really tried today. I went on Lyra, which is like online therapy and it's covered by Starbucks and trying to get an appointment and it just wasn't working, but I think I finally found the therapist and I think she actually just emailed me back. Oh, nice. Uh, no, not yet, but not I yet. think she will. Um, but I'm just so tired of like coming on here and just saying like, oh, yeah, I'm depressed. Like, I just have nothing new to bring. And it's just been hard to, yeah. to just do anything right well you know this podcast isn't meant to showcase what new stuff you know like oh shit something new happened like this is important to damn man like flowers for algernon you know like yeah some days some days that like some of his entries you know like even the days of stagnation they're important for progress you know but fuck, man, that book really fucked me up, man. That last, yeah. I didn't. You're know probably was... like brimming with fucking you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely Not... want to get to you so we can talk about it. No, it's it's all right. I mean, I, today's also been kind of rough for me, and and I, I don't know. I, I I do feel it's gonna sound kind of bad, man. I I really feel bad, but it's gonna sound bad. But I I feel a bit better when I know that like both of us are dealing with it. You know. Like both no, it's, it's not bad at all. It's, yeah. a compl- it's a completely fair thought. I mean, you just don't want to, you don't want everyone you know just out having the time of their life when you feel like shit. <laughs> it, it, it just, it makes you more depressed. Yeah. 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 That's why depression and social media just don't go hand in hand. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Because yeah, you will just see everyone having that and everyone makes it they do their best at making it seem like every day is the best day of their life on social media. And so it will kill you. And I try to stay away from it, but sometimes I, sometimes I still check it when I shouldn't, but man, dude, like I don't know what to do, man. And I just kind of just lay here and just, I have like no will to live sometimes. Yeah. Like it's like my mind wants to kill itself, but my body's not letting me. It's like my mind just wants to not exist, but like instinctually, I just have to keep surviving for some reason. But like, I don't know why I'm really doing this anymore. I mean, I'm not like suicidal, but I'm just like, why am I doing this anymore? Like, I just don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I don't love anyone anymore. And I feel like nothing excites me. Nothing's interesting. And I'm kind of just existing as, uh, 
as Albert Camus put it, it's just rolling a boulder up a hill for it to roll back down, and then it just rolled back up again. That's how it yeah, feels. That's what it feels like, honestly, sometimes. That's it's what like, it feels like right now. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you at the bottom of the hill, or are you still or are you, are you pushing something up right now? I don't even know what I'm doing right now uh, in that metaphor. Yeah. I, I, no, I think I've just given up on pushing the boulder. I'm just laying there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this will help. And I honestly, know, I'm not saying this for the sake of like, quote unquote, helping. But I, I do just want to say this. And like, do you remember why we like loved podcasting? Like, I kind of want to list out the reasons a bit more mm. and remember a bit why we why we were able to do this so much. Yeah. Like, just why we started you, podcasting. You realize how crazy we like just how crazy what we did just the craziness of what we did our senior year like oh i know recorded so i added Mm -hmm. up all of our hours and actually i mean if we add up this hour to this stuff too collectively you and i we have recorded published on air so like in the universe right now yeah (laughs) the airwaves hold around 49 hours of us talking jesus and jesus christ i'm just kind of wondering i'm just kind of wondering like why we did this you know like just thinking about (laughs) back to like like that that hell week remember that we had what six episodes in five days yeah like this this weird drive and i miss that shit man like and oh dude it was the best it was the fucking best yeah i don't find that here you know I, i don't think i found that yet it was just like it was movie like when we first got into the We the Students. Like I just, it was intense almost. Like there was like there was suspense bringing the new guest, trying to just get to the podcast room as fast as we could, and just recording and like, I don't know. I felt like we were competing against someone for some reason, but we weren't. It was just it was, it was somehow yeah, it was ourselves. Yeah, and I'll never forget how much I enjoyed my senior year because of the podcast. Same man. Yeah, Same. Yeah. So but but it <laughs> you know Jaden Key. Yeah. Uh so it was just I was just hanging out with her today. Just taking film pictures of her, yeah. She's okay. like the only one who's willing to model for me. So <laughs> okay. oh, I got so, you. so yeah, we go hey, out I got and shoot. you next time. I got you next time. Thank you, David. But yeah, we go out we go out and shoot. And man, she just like she moved into her backyard into the shed. Like and she like remodeled the shed. It's really nice. It's really nice. Isn't that and, where she does her art? Yeah, but she just made it her full time room. Oh sh- oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it's really nice. But but she her her old room, she gave it up to her brother. And so, so what about Brandon's room now? Yeah, it's it's Brandon's room. And no, no, Brandon's room is now like that. everyone's closet, like storage. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. But uh, I don't know, man. I just I went into Brandon's room and I just for some reason why just seeing that she's just her room's gone just depressed the hell out of me like i just feel like made so many memories in there and just reminds me of junior and senior year you playing the piano on her couch <laughs> while fucking yeah. harley and vincent were wrestling each other yeah yeah and for some reason why it just kind of depressed the hell out of me yeah but I kind of felt this a similar thing man i um i was going through our photos I think I told you this already, but I was going through our photos of like Fall Creek when we went to Santa Cruz. Yeah. It was just good times. And the banana slugs that we saw and I don't know. 
nature man i i really regret not doing more nature um when i would when we live so close to so many but dude so like talking to other people who like love nature but just can't go like so i know some people who live in new mexico and yeah there's some cool places but just not all that um no like, yeah. oh, fuck man we were two hours away from sequoia two hours away from yosemite two hours away from santa cruz big sur like <laughs> damn felt bad like we could have gone literally yeah. every fucking weekend over the quarantine and still couldn't have traveled everything we wanted um, yeah yeah northern california is has to be up there with one of the best places on earth in my opinion yeah yeah the bay too yeah yeah um but i mean i'm literally kind of just cheering up right now thinking of like all the things we do because anytime i'm like really depressed mm-hmm. i just feel so out of touch with all that yeah i feel like it's just foreign to me like i can't even access those memories like i'm just trying to like remember the way just the climate felt when we went to santa cruz and i can't yeah, and i just can't ex- even remember any facial expressions at the time anything we said to each other how the food tasted like it's all just gone it just yeah. like melted away when i when i get depressed and and I'm just convinced that like none of my relationships are even real when I'm depressed. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just can't even buy the fact that anyone like actually cares about me when I'm depressed for some reason. And like people can tell me every single day that they fucking care about me, but when I'm depressed, it just it doesn't, doesn't matter. I can't believe it. it doesn't matter. And that's what sucks about all this is someone can't just come up to me and just tell me about all these amazing things I've done in life. And I'm just like suddenly happier. Like it, none of it, matters and i just don't know i get so frustrated because i just can't do this anymore. i'm like a year on of just like on and off depression uh-huh. and i just want it to end like i'm fucking tired of this i just want to wake up in the morning and be excited about living at least occasionally at yeah. least at least once a week i just i haven't been excited to wake up I've, i just always want to go back to bed and just sleep for a very long time until things are better i guess and i haven't woken up and just been excited about a new day in probably two months yeah i mean i mean we've had i've had good days but it's just that's it's just i already know i already know what my brain's going to do to me when i wake up and i see the way the light comes through my curtains for some reason i wake up and the first thing i see is my curtains and it's just the way i i i i the, the, my perspective on on the way the lights coming through the the mm-hmm. curtains, I can tell how the day's going to be. It's the most unusual thing. And, and I can also, if I look at sidewalks and I see the way the grass is growing in between the sidewalks, I can tell how the day's going to be. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And the way the sun shines, I can tell how my brain's going to fuck with me. And like today, I woke up and I just already knew. I just fucking knew it. And I mean, I wasn't like saying like, oh, today's just going to suck. So it sucked. Like I still really fucking try to pull through. Like I'm putting a lot of effort into just trying to be happier. Like I have so many good habits and I just do so many positive things for my brain and body. And I just feel like I have no fucking serotonin. (laughs) None Hmm. at all. And I feel like I've had the same rant for the last on this on this podcast I've, I've ranted about this exact same thing like 20 times and, and that's the thing that sucks is i feel like i've just been here before so many times that i just can't even talk about it anymore because it's just 
no one wants to have this conversation over and over again. Like, no, I, I'm going to disagree with you there. Cause I don't think none of these, none of these conversations remind me of anything in the sense that in the sense that like, Oh yeah, we've been through this before. It's never happened before. Yeah. I think all of our episodes have been unique in that sense. And yeah. I don't know, man, I kind of want to, tr- I kind of wanted to try David and Cal show. You know, like I actually wanted to do this a couple episodes ago. But re- remember our very first one? We just fucking like, yo, what the fuck? Let's just try three random topics. <laughs> you know? Right now? Right now, man. I don't know. It was just. Well, I definitely want to get to the book. Like, can we make that topic number one? Let's make that topic number one. Because uh, I think, yo, I haven't cried in a book about a book in, in a very, very long time. Oh, I did this last- get you? This fucking got me, man. It got me bad. It got me really bad. Fuck, dude. Uh, the the part where where he sat in on Miss Kenyon's class, like, as if he was just gonna go back to, as a student, man. Like, f- that fucked me up, man. And like, and it, her and confusion, it, yeah. and her confusion, and how she had to leave. And also, bro, I don't know why. I know this is like not that big of a deal, but like, like when he said, "P.S. Please put," like when he leaves flowers, the yeah. School, flowers for all like oh, that killed man. me they killed me they killed me it's a bittersweet ending though i mean at first that, I, where's the sweet where's the sweet well he was happy when he was charlie oh shit i guess so and he's happy is he's he got though? at the end of the day he is he was happy he, he was so oblivious to everything around him that he was happy and the smarter and smarter he got the more depressed he got yes yes um yeah. I mean, I will say that, I mean, he did get later on in the book, he got a little more emotionally mature, but yeah, it was rough. Like, I remember reading that and just being, I felt really bad for him. The smarter and smarter he got, man. Mm. It just killed me. And the thing that killed me the most and where I really started, just that book really started depressing me was how him and Kenny just only had a little bit of time together. And he just, she was just watching him deteriorate in front of her eyes. And how they were just trying to hold on to like every second they had. And I mean, the only thing I could compare that to is like a couple and like one of the people has dementia. Yeah. Like how heartbreaking could that be? Like that would ruin me. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I told you about the book I tried to read and couldn't. It's called What Really Matters. You know, it was written by written by a guy who whose wife was deteriorating in front of her, Alzheimer's in front of him with Alzheimer's. Yeah. You know, Alzheimer's, I think we talked about this, like that, that, t- that one day in tennis, you know, just, and when, you know, I'm going to be honest, when you said it originally, when you said it, just how fucked up Alzheimer's was, I didn't really like kind of gauge it. I didn't, I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's pretty fucked up. But I didn't really truly understand what you're getting at. But I think now I really do just how yeah. fucked up Alzheimer's is and just how it's, it's, it's a verdict a million times worse than death. Yes. Because death is a mutual parting. Yes. Death is... Both of you understand that neither of you are going to see each other ever again. But Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is worse. One leaves. Only one of them... One person leaves. The other has to stay and watch. Watch them leave. Forever. Slowly. Every day. And then... Like, they're there, but they're not. Yeah. And it's just like... I remember that one day when we played tennis, like I was, it was really bothering me. 
Hmm. How that? How how did it spark? Like, um, I watched oh, I this forgot. depressing but beautiful, beautiful documentary uh, called "The Death of Dick Johnson." Okay. And it was about this. Uh, she's like a really. She's an indie director, and her father, Dick Johnson, started to get Alzheimer's, and she made a documentary about the whole process. Right. And he's such a sweet guy and they really love each other. And they just were like, and, and it was just so terrible to see how he was just so confused and he just didn't want to make anyone sad, but he had no choice. And he just, he was like trying to hold on to it. And it's so funny how these people just go back to the routine because he would just get in his car in the middle of the night and try to drive. Cause he was a therapist. He tried to see his clients, even though he's been retired for years. And it's just so fucking awful the way that they're just hugging each other and it, they're just trying to hold on but it's just all unraveling in front of them and it just accelerates yeah. like there's nothing more evil than Alzheimer's nothing like be, I would rather lose all my limbs than have Alzheimer's damn that's a good point actually yeah I, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you there I'd rather be a quadriplegic and have Alzheimer's um, but like yeah, I, could, I, I can't lose uh-huh. Everything we've done, David. Like, imagine every memory I've had with Amali gone. Like, you can't take that from me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's bad, but I'm curious, Cal. Well, I wonder what you would do. Would you, would you elect for this surgery to become ultra smart for like two to three months, knowing that you'll deteriorate at the end and eventually have to be cast off? But you'll have these two to three months of basically being able to approach learning everything and maybe even producing something of of beauty or significance or impact um but i would become mentally retarded after but then you yeah you would deteriorate um maybe to the point of death well actually which one's worse worse deteriorating to a point of um uh death or 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 just simply just absolute just you're they're they're the same they're the same in, in your well, perspective. What, I, in your perspective, but 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 I, for for my family, ones, yeah. for my family, my loved one, I would rather yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I I couldn't. Uh huh. I couldn't. I I just it's. I don't want to overcomplicate what I have already. Like I just. All I do is just I just want to be happy. Right. I don't right. I don't need to produce like I. <laughs> world-changing piece of art or piece of like medical i don't know like right. i just want to be happy and yeah. knowledge won't i can't arrive to happiness by being the smartest person ever right yeah because I, mean, I think yeah yeah well, sorry what are you gonna say well i mean just i mean did uh did charlie become any happier <laughs> like no no he didn't yeah he didn't even get close to being happy yeah. one second my 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 dad's calling me. Put a little timestamp in the sure comments. Yo, yeah, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay, All right, I'll call you. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, where were we? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I, I did journal about this actually a bit, just like how 
the pursuit like like becoming more aware of your surroundings you naturally become more jaded i'm really interested with with this word jaded by the way you know like you know you know the stone jade yeah it's the same color as poison and well some poisons yeah and it's poisonous being jaded is being poisoned you know, it, it it poisons the the visionaries, the the idealists, the the dreamers, the lovers. You know, it it and and I'm hearing this so often here, man. It's so fucking crazy. I fucking hate it. You know, because yeah, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm a fucking first year, right? And I, and I talk about these things and and how like yeah, I I do this podcast because like everyone's interesting, and they're like yeah, sweetie. No, uh, I was, just, I was, and they always say this. Oh, I was just like you, you know, thinking that everyone was then, and then, and then it's like, yeah, no, like you're gonna learn. That's the other phrase. You're gonna learn that that it's not like that. That not everyone's gonna be, have that same story. It's like, fuck you, dude. No, <laughs> that's being jaded. That's giving up. And and yeah, the people look down on idealism and and. And, and all this and saying like, oh, you're being unrealistic, right? I'd rather be unrealistic than shaded. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? You're kind of just committing suicide if you're jaded. Yeah. You're giving up on what you could be or what you could think. And, and ultimately, I think anything that's not, anything that's realistic is always the status quo. You know, like to pursue the unrealistic is to push reality into a direction that you want, right? It's like, I'm trying to find a good metaphor for this, but, you know, it's like a it's like a threshold. You know, if you always stay within the boundaries of the realistic, you're never going to push, push the boundary, right? The moment you step out of it, the moment you become unrealistic, that's when you can start exploring. It's like, okay, well, what if we be- made this unrealistic thing realistic? And that's when you can push the boundaries. That's where progress is. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I see all these like oh articles and and, and stuff have, uh, about you know st- just experiments and it just feels like everyone's just scared timid you know same thing with uh oh actually this was brought up in uh in flowers for Algernon. you know he was talking about how like these psychologists and all of them they, they were they were too scared so they would just research like these small inconsequential things yeah yeah, yeah. And then, but 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 like at least that's what he admired about um professor uh, Nimer and all that like okay, least, they went for it all yeah all right at least he took a risk you know at least he went for something unrealistic and and yeah i think that's that's where it is man that, that's where jadedness poisons it poisons progress you know yeah. and i'm sure there are many people who will disagree with, with me and shit but no, that's the two words, two phrases that really upset me. And, and Cal, as a friend, I gotta let you know, man. I gotta let you know. Hmm. Never, never tell me if I ever come to you for help, for advice, and I do that often, okay. honestly. Yeah. Never tell me to get over it. Oh yeah, never. I would fucking never say that. Yeah, and I and I think I I think I mentioned that once. It was like. Yeah, I think I just need to get over it, and you were just like, "Fuck no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get over anything. Yeah. The hell. Yeah. So, but I I did reach out to someone recently. Asking. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, and that's what they. Oh, and I know they who. Said, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. wait, I told you the name too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you, shit. You said it on the podcast. Did, wait, who was it? Who did I say? Uh, oh yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. And now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah i mean she's great and all that but just that one moment was kind of interesting that popped out but um yeah that and never call me jaded or never never or or or, or yeah no sorry if you ever find if you ever notice that i am becoming jaded always tell me yeah like point it out like they sure. I think you're I think yeah you're i will i will i will well i know because i'm all about just like constantly romanticizing everything even in my most depressed moments I still just try to throw on classical and just pretend yeah. I'm not in Merced and things are better than they are. Like that's the one thing I cling on to. Like anytime I'm just fully have given up on the world, I just yeah. throw on a good, a good fucking movie that, and I just think about what life can be. And I just cling on to that hope of like life can be this. And so I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, when I texted you that I had a surprise, I actually haven't mentioned that to you yet. Um, I think you'll really like this. I don't know. Because I know you mentioned that you wanted to, like, get a van and shit and, like, do a van life kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. So I recently um, borrowed a book called Nomadic in America. Yeah, you Alan. told me about it. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, David. What the fuck, man? I... <laughs> Damn, I say a lot, but um, it, it sold out, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, it sold out, but now I actually got the book. Okay. And I read it, and dude, it's well, not all of it, but I started reading it, and like, yeah, yeah. I think the nomad life is something to be considered. Not, not, not to like just like, oh, should I live it? But like, just take some of his philosophies, you know, like is completely living in the moment, you know, and, and it follows the journey of Alistair Finley, who is like really interested in like bands and music. And he just lives, he was born in England. He moved to San Francisco, the Frisco Bay. And he eventually found himself at Harvard Square. And he, he, he actually just, he's outside a lot. And I, and I talked to him occasionally. Um, and I don't know. I, uh, I'm gonna definitely save a copy for you when I get back. I'm gonna please do give you it because um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a really I'm gonna read like oh this is gonna be interesting. We haven't read <laughs> read anything on this podcast before. Um, let me just read you like the um fucking uh go ahead go ahead the first part of this. All right. My natural state is to wander, to le- to live lean on the fringe, never weighed down by obligation meandering along with the flow whether that be amongst the disaffected and dispossessed in the mosh pits, <laughs> mosh pits mm-hmm. sleeping in strung out junkie hostels working as an organelle in legendary record stores walking the st- stone 12 bar streets and hills of height and market getting tatted in parlors where the glycerin smell of fresh ink and the contented buzz of round shaders fill the air working at shangri-la venues or simply grabbing a bite to eat at the only decent pizza place in Cali, Little Oven Pizza, wherever my feet, friends, or legends, both ancient and modern, take me, I am home. And if you have some time, I'd like to tell you about those ecstatic, aimless days and all that. So, um, yeah. Let me see. Wait, so who is this guy? His name's Alistair Finlay. He's like a, he's just, yeah, he's a nomad. He just lives. And is he like a, is he famous? No, no, I don't think so. Um, but how did he publish this book? Well, he published it through the Harvard Bookstore, which publishes like 
locally, you know. So he he worked with this other guy to write this, and he published it at the Harvard Harvard Bookstore has their own printing press, so he was able to do it. Wow. Yeah. So so about the author, Alistair Finlay is a long-standing resident of Cambridge and spends his days enjoying punk, long conversations with friends, and wandering as a nomad around Harvard. Um. Oh yeah. Here and here's the last paragraph of the book. To be nomadic is to take the steps in the grave, one after the other, at home in the motion of your own body, to bring out the color. A nomad is always home because a nomad is always here. No good, no bad. Just the moment. And when you're there and you allow it, you'll get exactly what you need. And in the end, that's enough, wouldn't you say? The end. And yeah, he just talked about like how... He, he, like when he was in California, he would just take the Greyhound up and down to f- between LA, San Francisco, work enough mm. to work enough in LA to g- eat. And once he saved enough for another Greyhound ticket, go back over to San Francisco, repeat, and then eventually took a cross country, landed himself in Cambridge, and yeah, I don't know. Well, like, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, and. Uh-huh. It's just so opposite of what Americans view like the life. The life, exactly. Settling down, you know, the, the term settling. Nuclear family settling down in the house. A home. Somewhere in the suburbs. Yeah, like that's, he's living the opposite of that life. But at the same time, I mean, he's probably, he probably feels at home. Yeah. And I don't know why it attracts me so much, you know. And it feels like it's so against who I am, but it attracts me. You know, like this, this I don't want to it attracts me as well. I, yeah. I've always wanted to do it. I mean, I've always wanted to come back home to something, though. That's the thing. It's really? like, I've always wanted to adventure. Like, I could adventure for months and months and months. But you always have to come back? I always want to just have a place to come home and just lay down. And just know that, like, I'm here and not anywhere else. I guess. I just could never be happy with like not having any home at all. Right. So, so, so basically you can travel, but knowing that your home is still in one place. Exactly. And I'm like tethered to it. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think the nomad, you know, like you said, right. Your home is here as in yeah. wherever you are currently is your home. Yeah. And I think to a lot of people, that's, that's a bit too much. Yeah. And then maybe even to me, I don't know. I, I've always said that for me, I could plot my home down wherever, but I, I think I agree with you, you know, being able to come home to a place where you've grown with memories. It's important. You know? Yeah. But, um, but Cal, I, I, I do want to mention this one other thing. Um, and it's just weighing down on me. I don't know how I'm going to say this, or or just I, I don't know like what conclusion this can come up of and I don't know how one can react to it but um, yeah so the person of interest of mine uh, I was able to talk to her actually for a very long time yesterday about, for about like four hours actually it was her who lended me that book by the way um, nice nice and yeah it was just a very uh, oh yeah for context yesterday was wellness day <laughs> for for our for our school so uh basically no classes no homework you you should you should be able to do nothing and that's kind of what i did at first i woke up didn't do shit just slide in bed 
and I thought that was healing, but it really isn't. Like I'm sure you've you, you've experienced it, so right? Like oh yeah. yeah, and and I also was on my phone too. I think my screen time yesterday was horrible. Yeah, so definitely not wellness day. It just felt like shit, honestly. And then I was able to talk to her, and originally I just wanted to come by and borrow the book, and she invited me in. Um, and we we're just able to talk, and it was just a wonderful moment. And you know how I'm sure you've experienced this too. You know how after like a really long conversation with someone, you go home into your room and it's like so quiet. Yeah. And it's like, well, or after you, you're in a really long phone call with someone it's really deep and, and really meaningful to you and you hang up and you look around, like you're, you're kind of aware of your surroundings again. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you look around and it's like, fuck, this is so quiet. And that was me. That was probably the saddest walk of my life. <laughs> like it was just so quiet and like i, I kind of like it though it's bliss in my opinion what bliss yeah in i what like way? it's like that post conversation silence like i you kind of just sit there and just soak it up and you're like holy shit that was nice i've had those and yeah my favorite thing to do is throw on like your favorite piano piece on the way out just to add to the dramatic effect and i haven't had a conversation like that i mean because the conversations we have here are fantastic but i've never had like a we never had like a four hour long like you look down and you're like holy shit it's already like 2 a.m mm-hmm. i haven't had a conversation like that in like a year probably yeah yeah, yeah and it's it's and you gotta just cherish it because they're they're amazing yeah, but I, I I think I know why I didn't see that as bliss because I I've also experienced that before. I mean, we've had honestly podcast conversations like with Hannah with um shit. Was that the only one? I'm sure there were more. That was the yeah, only one definitely. I remember. Okay, go <laughs> That's ahead. the one we both definitely mention a lot whenever we think of like a good podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. Definitely with Hannah. Um, but I think the reason why it wasn't bliss for me is because I didn't want it to end. Hmm. And I felt so selfish because, like, eventually she's just like, "Yeah, sorry, my head hurts a bit." We we were talking for a long time, you know. And yeah, I felt so selfish thinking that was like, "Oh no, I want this to continue," even though I know at this point this is like uncomfortable for her. Mm. And, and and I think that's why it's this this. Uh, and yeah, I I feel really bad thinking that way, and I'm totally understanding why it needed to end and it feels so cliche to say it but it's like one of those things that you kind of don't want it to ever end yeah wish the night could have gone on forever mm-hmm. i've been there before david yeah and were those blissful after you finished well i just i guess i'm, I'm right on very just envious of you because it's like I don't know. Isn't it? it I mean, you you experienced something so amazing that you never wanted it to end. Yeah. Don't let don't let the never wanting it to end part ruin you. Observe that and say, "Holy shit! I just experienced something so beautiful that I never wanted it to end." You 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 experienced something beautiful, and you have two options. You can sit here and think about how you are upset that it's gone, or you can sit here and appreciate that it actually happened 
appreciate the milk, <laughs> the, the spilled milk. Yeah, no, I. But damn, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, it's China, tough though. It's tough. Yeah, I'm trying to think that way, but it's just always coming back. Like, fuck, I could have gone more. But it's like it's like me taking though. I feel, that's why I feel so bad. It's like, well, it, this is all for me. No, it's not. I mean, there, there's no such thing as a four-hour conversation where only one person wants to have that conversation. Maybe I guess yeah, yes, just, but there's this like unrational fear that like because she's a very nice person too, of course, and, and 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 very like accommodating, and yeah, there's like this irrational pull at the back of my head. It's like maybe she did just continue it on for the sake of me, right? And, and I also brought it up at the very beginning that I really appreciated talking to her because like my wellness tip wasn't going so well, and that definitely saved it. And and I feel like that might have like kind of put her in a trap of saying like oh okay if this is helping him so much i shouldn't stop it Mm, well you're letting these stories play out in your head and like you gotta like you have these stories like what really happened that night i mean i wasn't there but from what i can tell is you had a conversation and after four hours it ended i mean at some point it was going to end this conversation was going to end in four hours is a very long time to be talking to someone, right? And then you went away. But what, 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 like, what you and I do, and I think because we're just a thinking type of person, mm-hmm. is we start playing out these stories. And it probably yeah. started with like, ooh, her head didn't really hurt. She just wanted to stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately already we're, we're in fantasy land. That's not true. Her head hurt. She said it for a reason. And, and even if she didn't, what's wrong with that? I mean... You've been in a conversation before where even though you like you really like the person and you will probably would enjoy talking to them another time, but you just didn't want to talk anymore. Right? I mean, that's a, that's such a reasonable thing for someone to feel is like they're just done talking. They're just, could have, they could have been having the greatest conversation of their life and they're just done talking and that's okay. And sometimes things are really that simple, but because you and I just create these stories, these self-destructive stories where, yeah, it started with, you know, she, her head didn't really hurt. And then you're like, oh, and she's also really nice. So she was just being polite. And that was the best way that she could have gotten out of it. And she's, and then next thing you know, you're so far away from what actually happened. It's no longer reality. And so we just have to sit there and take things for what they were and just move on. Because thinking can be very, especially you and I, Thinking, the thinking mind is so self-destructive and dangerous. Hmm. I don't know how to stop it, though. I know, it's tough. It's so hard. And that's, <sighs> stopping the mind from thinking is it's hard. And <laughs> there, there, there are exercises, though. There are exercises. And, and I think you're dealing with, this is, this is a self-esteem issue at the end of the day, even though it, it is, doesn't, yeah. there is a technique I've been doing to improve my self-esteem on Headspace. It's a guided meditation and it's called listing, David. And you would benefit from this probably more than anyone. Uh, and I've been listing a long time. And what you do is, so let's say I'm stressed out. Okay. So what does that mean? I have a feeling of stress and I have thoughts that are kind of inhibited by the stress. So I have two different things, thoughts and feelings. And what is real if we're being honest, is the feeling. The thoughts aren't 
honestly a real thing. It's just your mind spewing out all this stuff. And so now here's the first thing. Keep in mind that your mind has a good intentions. Like it, it, it may seem like your mind is against you right now. Like thinking of all these ways that you're just the most pathetic person on earth and how you're just the least interesting person on earth, but your mind has good intentions. And so what you have to do is take a step back and not believe everything it says. Because what you're doing right now is your mind saying something and you're just taking it as reality and it is true and you're just believing everything it says. But this is what listing is, right? So I'm stressed. I'm laying here. Okay. I'm like, oh, I've decided I'm stressed. And then incoming thought. And instead of, instead of just believing it, I, all I do is label it as a thought and I move on. That's it. It's that simple. Listing is literally the thought comes in. I look at it. I analyze the thought. And then I say, okay, it's a thought. It's all it is. Just a thought. And then I go on to the next thought or the next feeling. And you just sit there and you list and organize and list and organize. And by listing and, and labeling these things in your brain, it's like a, you're giving your mind a sense of like it's dealt with. It's over with. It's... It's been confronted, it's been dealt with, it's been acknowledged. And this stops you from like just believing every negative thought your mind serves up. I mean, that's like the equivalent of believing everything that Hannity or Tucker Carlson says without fact-checking first. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, try listing. I, th- I think you would like it a lot because like, dude, you're going to like think of a whole plot of a fucking movie. <laughs> like, but in reality, it's just like, I just had a conversation with this girl and we were done talking to each other and, and we're probably going to hang out later soon. Uh, that's, the, that's the other thing I think is that like, this is again, also going to sound cliche that every single moment seems like our last given pandemic, given that, you know, she has an established network of friends and I'm sure it's extremely busy with her thesis. And yeah. And also the other thing, you know, I think I've been traumatized before. Not trauma. I fucking hate that word using that, especially when I'm not actually been traumatized. Like pe- tr- people who truly have gone through trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm dealing with like, it's like in- inconsequential, but um, I had a really good friend in, in high school, my junior year, Nick Eccles. Um, wait, do you know Nick? Yeah. No, 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 Nick. Okay, well, um, yeah, like I really got close to him, especially as like as a swimming partner. Really, really nice guy, and yeah, you know, I thought we could be close friends for a long time, even after he graduated. You know, he was a year ahead of me. And yeah, he graduated, and we just drifted apart. You know, and I remember texting him a couple of weeks ago, actually, just checking out how it, but it just never clicked. We were just saying, like, yeah, it's good, and then we just stopped. And I don't know. I don't know what that showed me. I, I think it definitely showed me that it takes more than a year to develop a friendship, maybe. Mm-hmm. But even us, you know, like, shit, man. Like, f- <laughs> I mean, I guess we've known each other truly, like, closely for maybe about a year and a half before we, like, separated. Like, I guess so, yeah. You know, Which is a long time. I mean, I've only known Molly for... Like two and a half years. True, but yeah, I knew Nick for or two years, basically. Yeah, and I got really close to him like that last year. You know, um, 
don't know this this fucking fear man like it's really like like yeah after this year once she graduates it's like it's gonna suck it's gonna suck a lot yeah and, and it, it just is and I, i'm not really? gonna like try to put a spin on this and tell you like yeah. no change your perspective and suddenly a person that you want to be close with your whole life abandoning you is a good thing. Like it's not, it's not, it's heartbreaking. Uh, but it is. And, and just you like, just have to be okay with that. Like just don't accept it. And acceptance is important in these situations. And, and don't hold on to these like fake fantasies in your head that like somehow it's a possibility that things are going to stay together and no, accept it and accept the fact that it's going to hurt. But don't let that stop you from doing things because that's that's not now. Like now is a completely different story. We're these things haven't happened yet. And we just get so caught up in what's not real, David, that it, it affects the now somehow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But it's gonna suck. And I mean, like Amalia and I, man. Like she's she's gonna leave and no more dinner at her house with her family. I can't see her cats anymore. And man, it hurts just saying it right now. <laughs> you know, gets my voice a little shaky. Fuck, man, yeah. <laughs> and I just have to accept it though. Yeah. I, 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 I personally think just heartbreak is for some reason why I enjoy it. I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but it just, I just reminisce on every beautiful thing I did with that person. Yeah. Every time I feel like they're going to leave me. Yeah. It's, we're so fucking young, man. <laughs> Why do I have to feel this much this young? Like, Jesus, like this podcast isn't even a fucking year old. And I feel like we've listed out lifelong problems. <laughs> like, and, and we'll do it again. We'll and do we'll it do it again. again. And again and again and again. <laughs> Like shit, man! Imagine the shit we're gonna go through when we're like thirty-five and through like a midlife crisis, man. Think about think about that kind of conversation. Now. <laughs> I think I think I need to shave my head, bro. Like I think <laughs> I think my wife's cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro! We're gonna have that fucking conversation, like Jesus. We're just so you and I. We're just a little dramatic, but who gives a fuck? Who I gives love a it. fuck, man? This is how we do it. This is how the David and Cal show will run. <sighs> I love yeah. it though, dude. Like this, this is, I love this podcast. It should, we should have like an, the alternative title is the David and Cal show just to like keep the David and Cal I, show. Alive. Yeah. The David and Cal show, man. <laughs> like alternative that's, that's, title. Yeah. That's yeah. the alternate. Yeah. Honestly, how's it going is like, is definitely like accurate. And also like, I just still remember like literally, I remember, I remember like the, I can visualize my room, how it was the day you recommended. <laughs> yeah. Like I still remember my, my, my uh, blanket was like halfway folded across my bed perfectly. Yeah. Well, not perfectly, <laughs> but kind of shown about. And, um, I had laid out like a, like a pair of socks that was like, I was trying to fold. Um, and that's when you called me. Um, like, Yeah. That that call right there changed, I think, a huge part of our trajectory of life. Shit, man, that was that was a that was a bomb ass idea. That is a bomb ass idea. And yeah, it was a great. And I remember what I was doing too for some reason. Like, what the hell? I just I just think like 
that phone call was a big deal. It, was. it really was. And I, I remember like I was pacing back and forth in my mom's room. Yeah, amazing like, here. Well, when I was calling room. you. Yeah. And I don't know where that idea came from, but what what are we like? How many episodes are we even in right now? I think 30 plus. I think we're around like 39. Jeez. I haven't wow. numbered them, which I think I should, but yeah. Um, it's definitely and, and by the way, um, so like for instance, November uh, October, we had two episodes. And this March, <laughs> we've had 12 episodes. This is our 12th, I think, or 11th. Might be our 11th. Um, but we've recorded on average every three days. Wow. Um, well, I guess today's April, so this would be well, first now. Yeah, but like we're so. we're churning these out. And yet I feel like I'm not running out of things to talk about. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> like, that'll ever be the case. That will never, ever be the case. Oh, never. Because, I mean, you and I just, we, we put so much new shit into our brain. Like, yeah. as long as we keep doing that, keep learning, keep experiencing things, then this podcast will stay interesting. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, though, for you, Kyle, like, I was wondering if you were considering, like, maybe taking a break, like, a week or two away, like, just maybe, like, traveling or driving somewhere. Yeah, um, I, I, mean, I would would love to. Like, do you think your job will let you do that? Like, still keep your job? Probably not. Or not. Yeah. That's the thing. I would. I would just. I'm not worried about like transferring. And honestly, I don't even think they're going to let me transfer. I might just have to quit and get hired again. But that wouldn't. It'd be so easy. Oh, okay. Because the demand for baristas right now is fucking huge. Like every single Starbucks is short on labor, and I'm already trained. So, right. like, it's a no-brainer if they wanted to hire me or not. Um, I, I'm honestly thinking of, like, once I secure a room in Santa Cruz, I'm, I'm going to take, like, just two weeks off from working and doing anything and I, I and just put put aside, like, a thousand bucks. And because I'm actually doing well on money right now. Put mm-hmm. aside, like, a thousand bucks and just go do shit. Yeah, uh, just try, just see stuff and and do tons of online therapy while I'm doing it, and just get my mind right because right now I'm not I couldn't move I can't move right now. Yeah, like, that's the thing, I'm gonna right? be a, I'm gonna be a fucking disaster if I moved and just put myself in this like <laughs> all this foreign uh, stimuli stimuli that I haven't like seen or all these people I haven't met. It's gonna be very stressful on top of what I'm dealing with right now and i want to be like fully excited ready content and have accepted the fact that i'm leaving behind the things i'm leaving behind but this is right now it's a blur i couldn't just go to santa cruz i'm not i'm not not there yet yeah i got you you know that one town that we ate at like after our hike yeah the what was that well I, i don't know the town but like you remember what it looked like right yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also Felton. went like this. It's Felton. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Felton, really? Yeah, it's Felton. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I've, I, I don't know. I think that would be a pretty cool thing to do. Like, just maybe like, you know, drive to and j- just drive up near near like the near the parks where like there's still a bunch of forests and just find like a small little little town or something like that. You know, find room and yeah. board, live there, yeah. for days, explore the. You know, like like you said, you know, you can talk to. The, restaurant owners and just have a chat eat and i'm sure the room and boards gonna be fucking cheap as hell oh hell yeah and just like plop there for two or three days soak up the stories 
just go to the next place yeah, yeah. i would love to do that for a few weeks just before i like before yeah start and then like i'm gonna start like i'm gonna be taking tons of of courses and i'm gonna be working i mean i'm not gonna be working that much but like i'm gonna have a lot of shit to do and there's this like these taking a step back moments are gonna be far and few between yeah so i gotta i gotta spend them right now right right because it feels like it almost sounds like you have a nail like jammed into your foot you know Hmm. like it it really feels like you're nailed down here so i I am and and above all also i need a fucking therapist because i am lost and i yeah i have i need a i need someone who knows these things better than i do to help me because like all the like i've been trying to find advice and i've been soaking up all this like philosophical bullshit on like meaning and and like the universe and it none of it helps (laughs) like none of it is helping me so above all else i need a therapist and i think i just got an appointment for next week so that's good oh nice the the, the person yeah she gave me two dates and april 12th at 11 o'clock so it's like almost two weeks from now but I'll take it. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> that was longer than I thought, actually. How long? Wait, how long was this? Are you? Are you on, oh my god! I think that is one of our longest. Then. Yeah, yeah. Are you in your bed or are you on your desk? Oh, I'm, I'm in my in my bed, dude. Full time oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> full time, holding the mic and just laying in your bed. Like this is the way to do it. Feels good. Man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Sweet man. Well, you know, I I don't. Uh, yeah, well, my, my final thought is just this, like, I hate feeling this way, and I know you do, too. Yeah. And I don't know how to fucking change it. I'm I'm for sure as fuck not getting over it. Um, But I don't know. Until next time, I guess. And who cares? Who, who the fuck cares if it's the exact same thing? We know it's going to be a different conversation. Yeah. You know, who the fuck cares? And I, I, You're right. I, I You're right. To, I need to stop giving a shit about that. No, like, yeah, that, that part, that part for me as well, because I sometimes feel like a broken record, but like. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, man, like, sure, like some motifs are repeated, but I don't recall us talking about fucking about, um, you know, <laughs> the F flowers for Algernon. For the last <laughs> You're right. Year, like, yeah. Somewhere, yeah. So. I don't know, man. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't you know, it's funny. I, I do feel like this pressure whenever someone comes up to me, and I'm sure you do too, like like when they have a problem and you really want to help them, like say the right thing, like say the magic words that'll make them feel better. You know, like, I, like sometimes I really want to be that person and just be like, I can say this and they're like, oh, I'm solved. You know, and you've done that for me a couple of times, actually. I, I definitely feel like you've done that for me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But maybe I just need to accept the fact that, you know, I don't think I can expect answers or I shouldn't expect answers for myself either. Yeah. And I agree. It's anytime I feel like I have like a, like a good foundation for my mental health or a good foundation for my life worries. I never do. Yeah. That too. I never do. That too. Last so short. I, I had two good days this week, literally, and then it just vanished like a wisp. Yep. <laughs> and it wasn't even two full good days either. It was one good day, and then the second yeah. day was like a good first half, and then it started falling. Yeah. And it just sucks. I just feel 
yeah, I feel I feel very stuck, but yet I'm not motivated to get out of stuck. Get out of the the mud. I'm and it, I don't even understand it. Let's see. I just want to see how this therapy goes, and I'm thinking about doing like twice a week sessions so I can because re- I have so much to talk about and I have so many questions. And then I love relaying it back to the podcast because I feel like all the advice that my therapist gives me is just so helpful to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah, man, I, I, I wish you the best for that. It's, you know, t- definitely let me know how that goes. And um, uh, well, we have two weeks, so we'll probably have to lead up to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, just. Uh, it's just heartbreak and, and the fear of losing someone is it's tough. Yeah. yeah so I don't. acceptance I don't is important. Yeah. yeah. And then let's try not to give into our, to our mind or thinking mind too much between podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, All right. right. Thank All you, right. Cal. This is how, yeah. uh, this is how David and Cal felt on April fool's day, 2021. <laughs> 